Welcome to CEO Money and Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. All right, I have Umberto Lucchini. He is Wolf Spirits Distillery, top proprietor, and uh, just a, a well-rounded person in his industry sector. All right, Umberto, thank you for being here on our show today. Thank you for having me. Give us some background on yourself, how you evolved from uh, an industry titan of what you were doing prior until our audience set and then going into Wolf Spirits Distillery. Sure. It's been a, a, an incredibly gratifying journey. Uh, as my name probably says uh, or, or gives indication, I'm Italian, born and raised in Milan on the north and, um, and lived there until uh, at the age of 18. I left, went to England and started an international career. Um, I went to college in the UK and then from there I was able to join uh, one of the most iconic brands in the world, uh, Ferrari, and, and play, play in the Formula One space. Um, basically mo mostly in the sponsoring world. I wasn't a driver, very far from it, but I, uh, I, I definitely enjoyed uh, all the Grand Prix around the world for, for nearly 10 years. And uh, that really made me fall in love with brands and, and what brands do to us as human beings, how they operate, how they connect with us. And that basically took me to a, a bigger step a bit, and um, a role within um, Campari. Uh, Campari in the, liquor, in the liquor business is uh, one of the most iconic brands. It's distributed pretty much all over the world, where all the countries where alcohol is consumed so we're talking nearly 200 countries and it's one of those brands that represents a lifestyle a country and a, and a whole world and uh, I uh, I was I was lucky really lucky that um, they sent me in the US after a few years in Europe they sent me in the US in San Francisco in the Bay Area um, to uh, relaunch the Campari brand uh, within the US market and um, as everybody knows now Obviously, Negronis and, and all those drinks that have bitters and aperitifs are, are getting very, very popular. But you go back 15 years ago, they weren't obviously as attractive as an, and interesting as they are now. So when I joined, when I moved here in the U.S. 15 years ago, there was an uphill battle in getting the, the people to consume the brand. Everybody knew it. Everybody was in love with it. But the, the bitter taste wasn't really for the American uh, population. So uh, it's been a, an incredibly rewarding nearly 15 years uh, at Campari in which I was able to grow within the company and take the CMO role, head the whole marketing department, develop more brands, uh, develop a portfolio among which some very successful tequila. Uh, and, uh, and then two years ago, uh, I decided I felt comfortable enough and I think the Bay Area definitely gives you that, that influence of, of going it alone and making this big step, big step into the unknown, which is our world, which is lead, 
leaving the corporate, leaving the safety net that especially an Italian company gives you uh, to, to try something where you really don't know what's the end game, uh, but you're ready for it. You really feel it's your time um, because you want to do something for yourself. And honestly, without Campari, I would have never been able to do uh, what I'm doing today and show you the products I have. Uh, but it was at some point the house became too small for me and I needed to go out and try something on my own. Tell me about Wolf Spirits. So two, two and a half years ago, I, I, I left and I, I, I would like to create my own brands. Uh, I need my name to be on the brands. I'm, I don't need to stand out with my own name, but I definitely want these brands to represent a bit of my philosophy and my, my way of life. I always identify brands to people. And in the end, we, we buy a car, a, a, a clothing item, and we order a spirit. In a bar, we give it a meaning that goes beyond the actual product. And so I, um, with that dream in my head and vision, uh, I made my way through, through the complexities of, of setting up a distillery, buying the equipment, getting all the permits, finding the right people who can actually produce vodka, I'm not a producer of vodka, um, and, then, and then set up this whole operation with a route to market and start selling product in a way that when you go in a bar and you see in the back of the bar one of these two bottles, I tell you, my heart goes through. And I'm a, a, a very endurance athlete, so my heart rate is actually very to take it through the roof. That means it must be doing special to me. And uh, ultimately, it's always been about creating something that I can look back, a brand that I can say, oh, that's mine. I, I did that. If, if, if I wasn't there, that would have never happened. And hopefully it makes one, ten, a hundred, maybe one million people happy in that moment. Uh, I have no ambition of becoming a billionaire or doing that. It's not about the money. It, it, and again, it's not about the destination. It's really about the journey and making meaningful for me. I thought all the years and, and the, what I learned in, in, in the years in corporate, uh, allowed me to go out and share these learnings with other people, encourage other people to get out of the corporate world and maybe try their own their own path uh, and, and make a difference out there. The most iconic brands that we can think of in any industry were built by entrepreneurs, were built by people who were misfits within their own industry and tried something different because they said, you know what? I I need I need more space. I need my dreams. I want to give it a shot. And America, which is a country that adopted me, I'm a proud American U.S. citizen now. Uh, America is, is the country where these dreams are allowed to come true. And uh, and you know Europe brings a lot of great with it. There's history. There's culture. There's a lot of like safety and 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 there's there's a lot about Europe that I I treasure. But when you want to move forward and take risks, this country allows you to do it. And whether you're Italian, German, French, that really doesn't matter. That, in the end, they look at you for what you're able to deliver, what your ambitions are, and your passion and determination. Your origins are one element of it. And sometimes, you know, oh, yeah, Italian, cool. Some, my family is from Italy, and you always hear this. 
So that may be an element of it, but it's really on the side. It's what you're able to do. And this country, regardless of what people are saying, this country is still up there as a dream place to, to go and try. Thank you for saying that. Tell me about blood, sweat and tears and the future of your future plans. Sure. So as I was telling you, the journey uh, between the transition corporate world to uh, entrepreneurial, um, the, the only term I could come out with that really represented what I went through uh, is is exactly this blood, sweat and tears. So um, I, I, I thought the best way to create a brand that expresses who I am and my life and my journey uh, was really about calling it blood, sweat and tears. And and everybody who's been working with me, who, had, who has made this possible from the distiller to other people and the salespeople and, 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 and the other business managers I have with me, in their own way, they had a story about blood, sweat, and tears in their own path. And, and the, the cool thing about this brand is that its message is a universal message. And I'm sure you have a story that you can tell where you went through a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get to an end result. I do. And, and I think, it, and this is really what I, I think the beauty of this brand. Then, the packaging, the liquid, everything is, is, is part of it. But the core of it is that this brand is for the misfits of the world who try to make a difference to their own life by going it alone. And, and along the journey, there's going to be blood, there's going to be sweat, and obviously there's going to be tears. Hopefully you'll joy at the end. So with Wolf Spirit is the mother house. Why with the wolf? I love the animal. It's the beauty and the beast embedded in one animal. It's it's the fact that it's a loner, but it works in a wolf in a pack. So that's the spirit of the company. And this is our first brand we bring to market, which is really what represents the journey of everybody who's working in the company, from me to the distiller and everybody else. You're, you're and the ambition is really to share this with as many people as possible, you included, obviously. Thank you. Your, your message definitely resonates with anybody who has that spirit within them. And it does me deeply. You have another brand, uh, Tom of Finland. What, what is it? Tell us about it. It fits in, the, in my same principle of looking for a story to tell that is meaningful, touches to your heart, and can resonate with a, specific, with a consumer target. And I was lucky enough to be put in contact um, through some Finnish colleagues and friends uh, back in Finland with the Tom of Finland Foundation. So Tom of Finland, an artist who uh, is not alive anymore, but he's an icon within the gay community, the LGBTQ community, and definitely anybody who studied art, um, they know the art that Tom of Finland did uh, in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And through his art, he was able slowly, because it takes time, to tear down the walls around what masculinity represents for the gay community. And his iconic, his art is totally iconic, and he created a style uh, that, I, as you can see here, was adopted by some of the most famous people in the world, from Freddie Mercury to the village people. I mean, all these iconic artists actually adopted his style um, because he was one of the first that, through art, was trying to let people not be judged by their choices, but be judged by who they are uh, and what they are able to achieve. And so when when the opportunity to, to create a vodka for the foundation 
and then handle it and market it within Wolf Spirit came, we thought, let's use one piece of artwork from Tom of Finland. So this is, this is not Freddie Mercury. A lot of people think it, it is, but this is actually one of the Tom of Finland's boyfriend, a portrait of his boyfriend. Uh, let's use one piece of his original artwork and then let's create a premium bottle that can sell a liquid which is produced, bottled, everything is done in Finland which is one of the most beautiful countries in the world that I always recommend going and visit. And then let's start to sell it in the US, sell a message of peace, tolerance, and love. Good, another resonating message. All right, um, Umberto, thank you for being a guest on the show. I wanna have many more conversations with you and we can bring you back and talk about thought leadership, how you um, drill down into some of the lessons that you can bring bring out to other people that may want to follow in your footsteps. Yeah, I I, I would love to do that. It's been it's been a phenomenal journey, and, and and I always, on my Italian perspective, I always say, you know, the 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 mother company, the the Camparis of the world, the Ferraris, they were they've been my mother to me. Um, but now it's time to get married to someone else, and and. The marriage for me is, is going my own way, create my little structure, make it grow, and, and, and along the journey, have fun. I agree, 100%. All right, you've been watching CEO Mining with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.